Welcome to another dynamic word from Pastor Ron Hammonds, Senior Pastor of Golden Triangle Church on the Rock in Southeast Texas. We're so glad you're joining us. For more information about Golden Triangle Church on the Rock Ministries, visit our website, cotr.com. Enjoy the word. Are you ready for the word? All right, if you're ready for the word, open up your Bibles. We're going to be going to Luke, the sixth chapter. And this morning, this morning, our title for the message is Life is More Than Food. <laughs> Isn't that a funny one? Life is more than food. In the sixth chapter of the book of Luke, Jesus says this. For every tree is known by its own fruit. For men do not gather figs from thorns, nor do they gather grapes from a bramble bush. Now this morning is intended for us to take a light-hearted, if you will, although the word is very heavy, but we're going to take a light-hearted look at ourselves in respect to the Word of God and a couple of things that Jesus said. So I'm going to ask you to put a smile on your face and joy in your heart. And let's just go ahead and be honest, if we might, about ourselves for a moment. Because these are very important instructions. They are very important words that give us an opportunity to have a good life. And we want to have a good life, right? All right, so, uh, so look at somebody else and say, uh, uh, this is going to be about me today. Okay. Because, you know, many times when we hear the Bible, we really think of three other people that should have heard that, you know. Yeah, we know that, uh, no, uh, this one is for you today, okay? You can take it, all right? It doesn't hurt to give it to somebody else later, but take it first, all right? For every tree is known by its own fruit, for men do not gather figs from thorns, nor do they gather grapes from a bramble bush. Of course, Jesus is not speaking about trees. He's talking about people. And uh, Jesus loves us. Jesus loves you, and he wants you to understand that every person, every tree, every person is designed to bear fruit. In fact, every person does bear fruit. Okay? Every person reproduces. That's one of the very first laws in the book of Genesis. Okay? One of the very first laws of life is the law of reproduction. You can find it in Genesis 1, verse 11 and 12, for example. And, um, and it basically says over and over, according to this law of reproduction, is that it, it, it includes, uh, uh, you know, we, we reproduce uh, because we have seed. The Bible says it's, 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 it's a principle of seed in itself. There's seed in you. Okay, God has designed even fruit with seed, and Jesus is making this correlation. There's, there, 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 there's seed inside of you, and you are designed by God to reproduce, and you reproduce according to or after its kind. Okay? Seed in itself, reproducing after its kind. You can read about it in Genesis. It's kind of a hard not to reproduce what you are. When you're around other people, you impact people, you rub off on people, especially the people you're around a lot, close friends. You know, if you're not watchful, your friend will become more like you or you will become more like your friend. 
And then it really works when it gets to children. Oh my goodness, it's hard for our kids not to be influenced by being around us all the time. And, and uh, you know, fruit, you know, it, it's important. Jesus said it this way, you know, every tree is known by its own fruit. You know, you are known. People expect something from you. Well, what do they expect is the question, you know. Your children expect something from you. Your neighbors expect something from you. You know, what do your neighbors expect from you? Your co-workers expect something from you. And you expect something from each one of them. You have already decided what you can expect from each one of your co-workers. How will they respond to this? What are they going to say? We already know people. We already know what they're going to do in most situations. Why? Because we know them by their own fruit. And, and if we're not watchful... Uh, you know, we can imagine that, uh, you know, uh, that people don't know us, <laughs> that we're hiding, but we're really not. You know, uh, everyone has a root, and that root determines the fruit. You draw from this root, and if it's, you know, the roots of an apple tree, you're going to get apples eventually. Uh, fruit cannot change the root Fruit only reveals the root, and that's as simple as it gets. And we cannot expect to gather anything from a tree except what that tree produces. You just can't. It would be unreasonable to expect anything else. Uh, and, and, and so as I said a little bit earlier, what do you expect from your family and friends? And what does your family and friends, what, what do they expect from you? Most likely their expectation is reasonable. Are you a thorn in the side of your friends? That's, Jesus talked about thorns. You know, we don't expect, he said, uh, to, to gather, you know, um, 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 figs from thorns. Are you a thorn? Well, what in the world is a thorn? Well, let, let, let me explain it a little bit. You know, now, remember, we're talking about you, okay? Okay? Are you a grumbler? A griper? A complainer? Oh, come on now. Are you? Or do you even know? Do you know that your resting face looks like you're angry all the time? Are you a thorn? Are you that one that sticks other people when they get close, prods them, pokes them? Do you hurt them? Do you injure them? Do you cause pain? Do you draw blood? You know, are you one that'll draw blood? Are you one that if you and I have a little difference of opinion, you're going to draw some blood? Are you insulting? Do you offend people? Do you wound them? Do you scar other people? Are you a thorn? Jesus said, you know, this is what you know, we expect from thorn bushes. You don't gather figs from them. <laughs> if somebody wanted a fig, a sweet, tasty, plump, juicy, wonderful experience, would they come to you? <laughs> would they call you on the phone? Would they come to your house? 
what do you expect to get from your friends? If you want a fig, do you know who to call? Do you know who not to call? Jesus is talking about life here. Are you a bramble bush to your family? What is a bramble bush? Well, are you argumentative? Contentious? Are you a waste of time and energy? I'll, I'll, I'll share that about the bramble bush in a moment. Are you, oh, are you just, do you just make people tired? By the time you get finished, they just want to get out of there. Whew. How can you know? Well, most of the time when you're finished, they're finished. <laughs> That's how I know you're ready to get out of here every Sunday. When I'm finished, y'all leave. Are you hard on relationships? Is it hard for people to have a relationship with you? The relationships depend on other people being gracious. Are you impossible to please? Interrupting, dominating, wearing on the nerves. See, it's like that ram. You remember the ram, if you read the story of Abraham and Isaac, when he took Isaac to sacrifice him up on the mount, God had prepared a ram who was caught in a thicket, a bramble bush by his horns that would be a picture of jesus later on being caught in this quagmire of contentious argumentative of this 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 you know you know are you someone that stands firm against the truth and reason because it's your opinion you know crucify him crucify him the quagmire you know, all tangled up, all, you know, uh, have you ever went into a bramble bush? You ever went into a thicket? Have you ever gone into, it grabs your clothes, and, and, and you can't get, and, and by the time you get that one pulled loose, this one's stuck, and it's, you know, and no matter, uh, you know, are you a bramble bush that, 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 that you know, uh, as, as the Word of God says, wiser in your own conceit than seven men can render a reason? Oh, this is good. I know, you know, it's, it's, it's these people here I'm talking to, not you. Uh, you know, um, a, a bramble bush, that's what Jesus got caught in. People were against him, and so the, anything he did, they were negative about. Are you a bramble bush that no matter what a person does, you're just going to be negative about it because you don't like the person or the political party? Or, oh, let me get off of that one. Uh, that no matter what they do, it doesn't matter. You're against it. And it's, it's just like a stick or a bramble bush all tangled up. And, and, and you just, you just, you're just wearing, you know. Whew. Once again, you know, Jesus said this in, in, in Luke 12, verse 23. Life is more than food. And the body is more than clothing. You see, God has designed life to be good. Good. You know, God has designed life to be peaceful. If your life is not good, if life is not peaceful, you're not living the life that God designed and desired. I'm not talking about good moments or peaceful moments. I'm talking about life as a whole. That 
peace is not the exception. Peace is the rule. You know, life is designed to be kind. That's the way God designed it. You know, God designed you to be kind. He even gave you the ability to grow that fruit. You can grow the fruit of kindness. And the law of kindness can be on your tongue. God designed, uh, you know, whenever people approach someone who is born again, someone who knows Jesus, whenever they are, any of your friends, you ought to be the one they call because they know they're going to get a kind word. They know that they're going to come to your house and get in your presence, and they're going to leave there more peaceful than they came, not more aggravated, charged up, irritated. And, you know, uh, it's... Life is designed to be good. Life is designed to be forgiving. Life is designed to be happy. You know, 93% of our life should be happy. Should be skipping, should be excited. Well, my goodness, really 100% is once you get saved because you're, you're on your way to heaven. What else could, could, could dampen that? You know, this is my general response to people who ask me how I am doing and people I don't know. I generally tell them I am doing great. I am at the top of my game. Generally, I tell them I'm doing wonderful, and I'll let a little pause go by because that's not something they often hear. And then I tell them, once I got that heaven and hell thing worked out, the rest of life is gravy. Get that heaven and hell thing worked out. Life is designed, life should be good. Not a bramble bush, not a thorn bush, but figs and grapes. Life is designed by God to be hopeful that tomorrow is going to be even better. Tomorrow is going to, you know, and when you lose your ability to hope and you lose your ability to dream, you have been to your greatest day in your own mind. But you can change your mind and understand that life is designed to be good and happy and hopeful. Life is designed to be productive. Life is designed to be supportive. We should be supporting others. I don't know how many years now that I have been saying uh, to, to family and, and, and to staff, our first answer is always yes. We can. Now let's figure out how we can. Supportive. Find a way to support. You know, if it can't happen, it can't happen. But it's not going to not happen if it's a dream and it's wonderful. And it's, you know, just, just, you know, support. Life is designed to be encouraging. Life is designed by God to be safe and secure. This is God's hope for us. This is why God sent Jesus to a world that was dark and, 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 and you know, dangerous. is so that we could feel safe and secure. Life is a long game. Life's not a short game. You cannot win a long game with short game strategy. Stop playing short game strategy in this long game of life. Stop nursing and, 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 and attacking and nursing your hurt. And don't, 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 you know, come on now. Put a smile on your face. If something upsets you, uh, the sun's going to come up tomorrow. Wait till Thursday to worry about it. And if it's still around on Thursday, give it another week. Put it in God's hands. Trust God. 
If not, you'll end up living a sad life. You'll end up living a, a frustrated and aggravated life. You'll end up living a life without hope, without support, without encouragement. Life is a long game. And life is a responsibility. Your life is your responsibility. Let me, let me throw this in there. This is about you now. No one else is responsible for making you happy. Hello? Stop blaming other people. No one's responsible for your happiness. You know, there are a lot of people that's going to hurt you, but no one is responsible for your happiness. Okay? You can give it to God. You can find a way. There's always something you can do to please God. And it's not that people won't make us unhappy at times and give us reasons to be unhappy. But don't hang it on somebody else that all your problem is other people. No, all God's problems are other people, and you're one of them. Okay? Don't be a bramble bush. Don't be a thorn. You know, uh, uh, joy comes from pleasing God. It comes from making God happy. Back to Luke 6, okay, uh, so that we can read about all the things I just said. Because I'm, I was only repeating Jesus. I know y'all thought I was getting all opinionated and up in your business. But let's look here and read what Jesus says in, 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 in uh, Luke, the 6th chapter, verse 35. Love your enemies, he said. Do good and lend, hoping for nothing in return. And your reward will be great, and you will be the sons of the Most High. For he is kind. You know, life is supposed to be kind. He is kind even to the unthankful, and he is kind even to evil people. Why? Because life is designed to be kind. Because you're going to... to Give someone the fruit of the Spirit, I hope, and hopefully you don't slap them with the works of the flesh. They can get the works of the flesh from anywhere. They can get bramble bushes and thorns from anywhere. Okay? You're the one with the fruit of the Spirit. You want to be like God. God is kind even to unthankful and even to evil people. God is kind. The greatest kindness is to share the love of Jesus Christ with someone. Okay? If someone hates you, is persecuting you, share the love of Christ with them. Love them enough to hope they get born again because just like the Apostle Paul, who was Saul of Tarsus, got saved and boom, he was no longer a terror. He was no longer an enemy. That's God's track. Verse 36, therefore be merciful. Oh my goodness, here's Jesus trying to tell me to be merciful. Yes, because life is designed to be merciful. Be merciful, he said, just as your father uh, also is merciful. Uh, 37, judge not and you will not be judged. Condemn not and you will not be condemned. Forgive and you will be forgiven. Life is designed to be forgiving. Our best life, our good life, the life that God has given us, the great life that God has allowed us to have an opportunity to participate in is a life that is filled with forgiveness. Verse 38, give. Life is giving. Give, and it will be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, uh, will be put into your bosom. For with the same measure that you use, it will be measured back to you again. Okay, I want to be real kind. 
I want to be real merciful. I want to be real forgiving. I want to be real joyful. I want to be real happy. I want to be real supportive. I want to be a real encouragement. I want to be real, you know, uh, good. And just like Russ said a moment ago, you know, this whole world, don't, 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 don't believe all the news reports. This whole world is filled with good, godly people that love Jesus and care about us. You know, it doesn't mean that hardships don't come along the way and we don't have some weight to carry, but with or without the weight, you know, God has designed our lives to be good and happy and fruitful and productive and forgiving and giving. Verse 43, for a good tree does not bear bad fruit, nor does a bad tree bear good fruit. Don't be a bad tree. If you change the root of your life, it will change the fruit of your life. You have been grafted in. Those of you who have asked Jesus to be Lord and Savior, you've been grafted in to the root of Jesus Christ. You've been grafted into a brand new life, to a brand new fruit tree, and you can start bearing fruit. Jesus told us that we will be known by our fruit. What do people know about you? What do you know about others? Today, if you're not born again, then I want to encourage you to invite Jesus into your life. And you can change the root of your life. But if you are born again, you have a responsibility to grow some fruit. You know, it doesn't just grow on its own. It, it doesn't just happen just because you get saved you become a new creature old things pass away all things become new and you are given the greatest opportunity you are given an opportunity to become more and more like jesus every day you might say well i just don't love my enemies will you have a chance to well i just don't feel loving and kind will you have a chance to well i just don't don't feel like i'm i'm just not an encourager well why Jesus told you to be. It's not a suggestion. <laughs> okay. It's a command. Jesus said this, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. And this is a command. Judge not. Be merciful. Give. That's his commands. And when you do, you will find life begins to change now jesus is not trying to make bad people better that's not his goal his goal is to offer you a chance to be born again and then once you are to offer you a chance for him to live on the inside of you and to lead others to christ don't be a thorn in the side of your friend or a bramble bush to your family why why do that Get saved. Ask Jesus into your heart. And once you are, then you're responsible for growing the fruit. Time in the Word. Time in worship. Time in fellowship with other saints. One of the best pieces of advice that, that we have heard in the past few months here came from one of our elders, Royce Taylor, whenever he said, get you a you know, third day album and listen to it for six months. It'll change your life. 
get some good Christian music, some good Word of God going on in your ears, in your heart. Get around some Christian friends. Get around some fruitful Christian friends. Okay? Some fruitful ones. You know what you can expect from people. Okay? Everybody's known by their own fruit. But just because you're saved does not mean you're not sour. Okay? Come on, sweeten up here. Okay? Sweeten up. Thanks again for joining us for another dynamic message from Pastor Ron Hammonds. Visit cotr.com and subscribe to our social media platforms to stay up to date. As well, receive more encouraging messages from our pastor and details of the work we're doing both in our community and communities like ours around the world. Today and every day, God bless.